Hey friends, welcome to Because She Chose. If you're a busy mom desiring consistency and growth in your relationship with God, this podcast is for you. I'm your host, Camille McIntyre. In this show, we'll discover practical tips, find helpful resources, and interview amazing women as they share their stories on growing in their relationship with God. Thanks for joining in and listening. Hey, and hi, my sisters. So glad you're here for this final Monday before Christmas Eve, Christmas Day. Way to go, Mama. You're centering yourself on Jesus, who is the whole reason for the season. Of course, I'm Camille McIntyre, your host of the Because She Chose podcast, and we are in that third week, and we're going to be talking all about love today. I've been enjoying my daily devotional readings that help me focus on our Lord's coming to earth, to be born of a virgin, to grow, to become the sinless sacrifice to bring us into right relationship with God the Father. And last week's theme, of course, was peace. But on the Bible Project, we learned all about the idea of where it stems from, love, in Luke 6.31, where Jesus' famous teaching is called the golden rule, where he says, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. And I chuckle because when I think way back when my children were little, I was a Mary Kay representative. I know, you know, pink Cadillacs, lots of makeup. Anywho, one of the things that got me into the company was that Mary Kay Ash, the company's founder, always preached the golden rule. It was even the basis of her favorite and coveted award, Miss Go Give, where a consultant received accolades for being the most helpful rep to her sister reps, going out of her way to help one another build their own businesses. Incredible, right? Well, I digress. So the golden rule was a restatement of something Jesus said that the meaning of life or most important of the commandments was love God and love your neighbor as yourself, Mark 12, 31. While that all sounds lovely, what does Jesus actually mean by the word love? A few years ago, I decided I needed to communicate what love meant to me, to others. And we put together a women's conference and it was called Reckless Love. And I preached my heart out and it was based on 1 John 4. And if you don't know anything about it, it's about this variety of meanings of the word love. Like it could mean you love your puppy and you also love your favorite dessert. And mine would be, of course, anything chocolate. Again, sorry, I'm in the Christmas cheer mode. Forgive me. <laughs> I'm digressing. But above word in the scripture is Hebrew for ahava. And then this cousin language of Hebrew, the Aramaic word for love is rachma. But years later, Jesus' followers translated his words into Greek for the Gentiles and used the word agape to describe the love of God. So doesn't that all sound very fascinating? For me, it's God's reckless love for humankind. And it really takes into consideration the way they looked to the way Jesus did his ministry here on earth and his teachings and how he lived his life to redefine their very concept of what love was. When asked about the greatest of the commandments, Jesus replied with the prayer, the Shama in Deuteronomy 6, 5, the love of the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength, with all your mind. So it seems that love for God was the most important thing, but then Jesus quickly follows it up by saying, another command from the Torah was just as important to love your neighbor as yourself. Ouch. I know it feels like a kick in the gut to me. <laughs> so which is it? Is it loving God or loving your neighbor? And Jesus's answer to that is, yep, same. For Jesus, it's two sides of the same coin. And 
to love God would be expressed for people and then vice versa. And to Jesus, it's inseparable. So this makes it pretty clear that agape love is not primarily this fuzzy, warm feeling of love that happens to you like you know, in the movies, like The Notebook, where I fell in love. It was love at first sight. No, Jesus says that love is an action word. It's the choice because she chose community that you make to seek the well-being of others, others than yourself and without expecting anything in return. Holy smokes. I know this is hitting hard for me too. It's the kind of generous love that reflects the heart of God. Jesus went a step further when he said that the ultimate standard of authentic love is how well you treat the person that you can't even stand. (gasps) I said it, sorry. Because he said, you shall love your enemy. Do good to them expecting nothing in return. (laughs) This kind of enemy embracing love imitates the very nature and character of God himself. Because Jesus' ministry was marked by this agape love. It was action. He was washing the disciples' feet. Here he is. He's healing people who could never offer any compensation like the forgotten and the marginalized people groups. And if that wasn't enough, he condemned his enemies by saying that they did not love God because they wanted to care for themselves and not for the marginalized. And then they brought accusations against him. And there he is turning around and loving them anyway by what? Allowing them to kill him. Jesus died for the corrupt and his enemies because he loved them. Hey, sisters, I hope you're enjoying our first two installments of the Advent series, Hope and Peace. My desire is to remind you to focus and center yourself on the whole reason for the season, Jesus. I know it's hard. And as mamas, we're wearing all the hats, doing all the things to make Christmas so special for everyone around us. But as you center yourself on him, you realize that he really is worthy of your dedicated worship. I'm praying for you and looking forward to our third and fourth week on love and joy. And I also wanted to let you know that we're opening up the doors to register for the next quarter of our Because She Chose Mentorship course. And that's going to be in January. So for details, go to www.becausesheechose.com to get on the wait list to receive details of our next webinar. If you missed our first session, don't worry, get your name in so you don't miss out. Be blessed, my sisters. After Jesus' resurrection, Jesus and his followers said it was the power of God's love for the world that was revealed in Jesus' life, death, and resurrection. And the Apostle Paul said it in Romans 5, 8, perfectly. He said, God demonstrated his own agape love for us In this, while we were still sinners, the Messiah died for us. The Apostle John then said in 1 John 4, 9, like I said earlier, that God's own agape love was revealed when he sent his one and only son into the world so that through him, we could have life. Essentially, God himself is love. That's what the scripture says. We cannot know love apart from God. Which finally leads us to John saying in 1 John 4, 11, Beloved ones, if that's how God has loved us, then we ought to show love for one another. You know, further down in verse 20, it says that if we say we don't love others, it says we cannot possibly love God. So to have hate in your heart for someone else causes us to be liars. Whew. 
I know, heavy duty for Christmas cheer, huh? So the end result is that God, our eternal Father, is overflowing with love for this world, His world, which means the purpose of human existence is to receive this love that has come to us through Jesus, the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger, a lowly state, born to a virgin who was not even believed by her betrothed man, Joseph. And here he is, he's creating this beautiful world of believers as he grows into a man, does amazing miracles, walks this earth, dies on a cross, rises again, and conquers sin, death, hell, and the grave. And then he gives back this love to these beautiful believers who are now focused on giving love to others. If you do not understand what the word love means in God's agape by now, believe it. It is unconditional. What does that mean? It means you cannot possibly ever repay God for what he did when he sent his son Jesus into the world to die in our place. So I hope that that encourages you to love and he alone can strengthen you and equip you and enable you to love others well. So go out into the world this last week before Christmas and love others. I don't know if you can show acts of kindness. I don't know what that looks like for you. For us in our church, a food pantry. And every week people would come and they would always say to us, pastors, pastor, we could never repay you. We don't have anything. And week after week, our people would work tirelessly, endlessly, and just give and give and give. And it was a beautiful reminder to this community that there are people, believers in this world that are still focused on giving the agape love to them. So I want you to be blessed today. And next Monday, we're going to be talking about the joy that we have received the day after Christmas. I love all of you and I bless you in Jesus' name. Have a wonderful Christmas Eve. Go out and love your family and love others. Be blessed, my sisters. Thanks so much for joining me today on this episode of Because She Chose. I hope you found some encouragement and help to find time to grow in your faith. Let me know if today's episode resonated with you and send me a message on Instagram at Camille underscore McIntyre or at Because She Chose, also on my Facebook business page, Camille McIntyre. If you are loving what you are hearing, make sure to follow the podcast so you don't miss an episode and leave me a review and rating. Until next time, take care.